For the first 15 years or so of my career, I worked in some segment of diversified financial services. I was exposed to the inner workings of credit cards, asset management, and the mortgage industries. And later on, I was exposed to other products such as life insurance and annuities. As a leader and an overall outgoing person, I built a lot of relationships throughout my career. Usually those relationships led to strong connections when working together. That makes sense, right? Because the energy that connects you with someone who works with you, for you, or just in the same company, it creates a type of a bond. We're here together, we're doing work together. And on the handful of occasions when I've left organizations, about 99% of those relationships just sort of softly fade away over time. It's like waking up from a pleasant dream after a long night's sleep. You lie around in bed, at least I do, and you remember the dream very vividly. But as the day carries on, the dream becomes more and more foggy until eventually you have no recollection of it. And that's what most of my professional relationships have been like. However, the 1% that I've remained connected with have really been instrumental in shaping my life in many ways. In the middle of the pandemic, several of my close friends and people that I've worked with in the past have had new job opportunities presented to them. In the financial services industry, like many others, it's a bit incestuous, kind of depends on what's happening with the trends as leaders rotate from one competitor to the next. And like many other industries, when senior leaders come in and they build their own teams, it's not uncommon for them to bring their own people in because it's people that they trust and that they know are capable. And I'm seeing a lot of that movement at the moment. And my friends are now in these senior positions and they've become instrumental in building these teams that will help to shape their organizations and the industry for the future. One friend of mine, I'm gonna call him Stefan, he reached out to me about two potential competing job opportunities. And during our discussion, I encouraged Stefan to sort of step away from the details, specifically who's offering what and what the job actually is. And I really wanted him to put his attention on two things. One, what is he ultimately trying to accomplish with the change? And two, when he thought about the company, the people and the opportunity, how did it make him feel? For question one, what Stefan was trying to accomplish, I really already knew that because a while back, he had told me that he was really interested in being his own boss and really wanted to do things on his own time. He and his wife had begun investing in real estate to generate some passive income within the past couple of years. They have two children, 10 and three. Stefan, who's in his mid to late 30s, mentioned wanting to be able to play golf several days a week, wanted to be able to sit with his family and have meals at night, and really to be available for his children's extracurricular activities. Doing all that today because of the demands of his job were really, really difficult. In addition to the change in lifestyle, he was also getting a little bit tired with the politics that he was seeing at his company. He'd been there about 10 years and had really elevated to a much more senior position. More importantly, he didn't really believe that this particular company had the right leaders in place for some of the strategic changes that they're trying to implement. But I think we've all kind of felt that at some stage in our career. But ultimately, Stefan wanted to feel a stronger sense of freedom. And it seemed like his current situation was really beginning to weigh him down. For question number two, how Stefan felt about the companies, the people, and the opportunities, he checked in with me on two occasions. The first check-in was when he had already begun interviewing, which is when he sought my counsel. The first organization had the biggest job and was going to pay the most money. It was about 100% increase from his current total compensation. Uh, that's life-changing. And he was already making a good salary at that point in time. It was also a smaller firm, so that would have been very different from working for a megabank. And after the first round of interviews, Stefan had this particular opportunity as his top choice. 
The second organization was offering a very similar position to what he was currently doing. However, that organization was looking to invest specifically in the type of skills and expertise that Stefan had. And he would be a really instrumental player in helping to drive some of these sweeping strategic changes. So this created an opportunity for him to really lead in a different way. And it was pretty exciting for him. In addition, after his first set of interviews with this second organization, he felt really, really energized by the people. So as he ranked the opportunities, the first organization was his top choice and the second organization was number two. Staying with his current employer was number three. A few weeks later, Stefan and I decided to have a second check-in and we reconnected to chat about how things were progressing. At this point, he had completed all of his interviews and he wasn't sure about what direction he was leaning, but he did have new information. Stefan had concerns about the resources in the first organization. He didn't think the group that he was going to be leading was well-funded, and he thinks that as a result, it would really inhibit his ability to deliver the value that he knew that he could. So as a result, this first organization now moved to the bottom of the list. The second organization now moved to the top as an offer was imminent. However, by pure chance, Stefan's current employer found out about his interviews. So... With a verbal offer in hand, Stefan's current employer promised him more money to stay. And so from a compensation standpoint, both offers were nearly identical. As we got deeper into the details, Stefan felt unclear about what he wanted to do. And I asked him a simple question. So what sparked you to even consider another opportunity? And what triggered the question for me was that I already knew the type of life that Stefan wanted. And before he had a counteroffer from his current employer, the second organization was going to be the clear-cut favorite. And I wanted to understand whether Stefan potentially felt undervalued in his current position and whether he was really clear about what he wanted to do. Sometimes we find ourselves running away from something rather than running towards something. And the energy we put into those two choices are very different. And I wanted Stefan to really take a step back and begin to see that for himself. When we're in a situation that doesn't feel good, whatever the reason, right, we usually make attempts to change the situation. If you're in an unhealthy relationship that doesn't serve you, you find a new relationship. If you work in a toxic environment that doesn't feel good, you find another job. But if you think about it, most of us spend most of our time trying to prevent pain. And when we're attempting to prevent pain, we're actually operating from a space of fear, or at least trying to reduce our level of fear. Compare that to being completely infatuated or joyous about the idea of living the life you've always dreamed. My point is that those are very, very different energies that are driving your intentions. So for Stefan, the big question was, was he running away from something, i.e. trying to prevent pain, or running towards something? And I left him to ponder that until we spoke again a few weeks later. When Stefan reached out to me again, he started to explain how my last question of what sparked him considering a new opportunity shifted his entire thinking. What he honed in on was the energy that he felt when he met members of the team at the second organization. He felt like they'd work well together and that he could really contribute. In addition, he saw how the change in his financial situation would support where he wanted to be longer term. This created such a moment of clarity for him. Stefan didn't need a bunch of new information to sit and pontificate and rationalize. The feeling of going through the process gave him all the insights that he needed to make a decision. He just wasn't aware of his own intuition as he was experiencing it. But after our call, Stefan knew exactly where he wanted to be. 
And I encourage him to recognize that when doors open unexpectedly and they're really, really easy to walk through, that's sort of like the universe lighting the way for whatever's next and wherever we need to be. And we should take advantage of those opportunities. And I've seen this time and time again in my life. I don't do anything unless it's easy. And being clear for myself about whether I'm running away from something or towards something provides invaluable perspective about whether I need to do anything at all. When we feel clear, we feel more authentic. I encourage you to reflect on your own experience. Do you find yourself doing more running away or more running towards? There's no right or wrong to it. But what I've learned for myself is that whatever lessons we're bound to learn from being in a particular circumstance doesn't magically go away when we change those circumstances. Case in point, I've held about 16 positions across five different organizations throughout my career. I've always been what you call a fixer or a catalyst for change. It wasn't until last year when doing an interview about my career that I realized that throughout most of those stops, I was always moving towards finding a very specific experience. That experience was the experience of freedom. No matter how well I performed or how senior the role, I always reported to and was accountable to someone else. And that created feelings of incredible limitations for me. And it wasn't until I decided to take a leap out on my own that I began to taste freedom in the domain of work, in the domain of life. And now that I've tasted it, I can't get enough of it. I now realize that this has been what I've been running towards all of my life. I hope you enjoyed the episode. Until next time, I am, I am, I am, I am, I am.